Greetings, greetings, greetings and salutations one and all. Welcome to the night shift to DJ Kevin Stew. It's real talk night. I want to say big ups to each and everyone locked in right now. Those on tune in radio on the night shift to DJ Kevin Stew. Welcome, much love to you. I want to say big ups to those who are locked in out of New Jersey. Hope you guys keeping warm. Chilling out up there with New Jersey's finest, the motivator. Much love to the Long Island, New York, massive. Hanging out on Reggae Pulse Radio with the DJ Atomic Force and the crew. One jump on the other's back and grab shit in shit country girls, country boys sitting on a rock. I want to say big ups to Mr. Lindsay at the, over there at the Foundation Radio Network, LintonLindsay.com. Much love to those who are locked in on PEMGTV.com. No massive over there on Zeno FM. Bubbling in the stew pot along with those on Clubhouse. Much love to you. Big ups to the Facebook Live Massive. And those on YouTube Live. And of course those right here at the home of the night shift to DJ Kevin Stew. KevinStew.com Where you're encouraged to have acceptance through enlightenment. You will hear no lies. I want to say thank you to my segment sponsors. Paul Z Media Group and being in a moment is priceless. Go ahead and give them a call. They'll take care of your videos, your photos, your streaming, your ads. Everything you see here on kevinstew.com and more. You have an event you want to stream live. Wedding, church service, funeral party, graduation, you name it. They got you. Just give them a call. 754-999-1140. That's 754-999-1140. Tell them Kevin Stew sent you. Ten cents a glass. If you don't like that, you can kiss my hairy ass me. No question. Honestly, well, thank you to Althea and her healing heavenly hands. Put down my lasses and it will catch your flies. Althea Issues, a licensed massage therapist operating out of Broad County, North Miami-Dade and South Palm Beach counties. She comes to you, bringing her table, her oils, and over 20 years massage therapy experience. Give her a call today, schedule your appointment. The number to use 954-655-9000 That's 954-655-9000 She's also a personal trainer if you need those ex- if you need that kind of uh, experience and um, that kind of expertise I should say so she'll soothe your muscles and your aches and pains and she knows how to put your muscles in pain also. In a good way. She country country boys sitting on a rock. 
She's also a veteran, so you can thank her for her service, yeah? I want to say thank you to Reggae Global Entertainment. Reggae Global Electors, your booking agents and your tour management. Take care of your business registration, legal service referrals, marketing and promotion, and much, much more. Get them a call. 954-804-8199. Or check them out online at reggaeglobal.com. Tell them you heard about them on the night shift with DJ Kevin Steele. I want to say thank you to McNeil Trucking. McNeil Trucking is a veteran-owned, licensed, insured mover in the state of Florida. So you want to move from the Keys up to Jacksonville, from Naples to Palm Beach, from Pompano to Pensacola, and all points in between. You want to put some things in storage. You don't have the manpower, you don't have the transportation, don't worry, you have the name, you have the number. McNeil Trucking. 954-406-9740 Tell them Kevin Stew sent you This little dog was wicked As wicked as can be He jumped up on the lady's legs And bite her on she Conchigas Conchigas Then on a rock And up came a bumble Sim Simma How you doing Simone? Ginger ales Then sends a glass if you don't like that, you can kiss my hairy ass me No questions, you will hear no lies Put down my last sin. Of course y'all are invited to join in the broadcast How do you do so? You can do so by calling in You can call, you can text, you can whatsapp, you can telegram And uh, you come directly into the studio. So go ahead and call that number. 773-789-STU. It's scrolling across the bottom of your screen for those of you that are watching. 773-789-7839. Call, text, WhatsApp, Telegram. They all work, so it doesn't really matter where in the world you are. It gets you locked in right here. Of course, you can jump into the stew pot on kevinstew.com. Those of you wondering what the stew pot is, is what others call a chat room. But because we're fancy, we call it the stew pot. It's where we keep things interactive and bubbling. You don't need to register, you don't need to offer your firstborn an internal organ or a blood sacrifice to be in the stew pot. Just go to kevinstew.com and you're there. You can remain anonymous, you can put your name so I have a better idea of who, is it, who it is I'm dealing with. You can have a much better connection, yeah? In real talk tonight, we're talking about jumping to conclusions. I don't know, some of you were jumping to conclusions when you heard me start to play this song. Uh, yeah, Simone, believe me, I have these things in my archives, man. What are you talking about? Want to say big ups to Marlon, Reggae Global's general manager, host of Real Rockers. You can catch Marlon on Mondays and Wednesdays on Reggae Global Radio and affiliates at 7 p.m. Eastern. If you don't like that, you can kiss my hairy ass, me no questions. 
The sound of Pluto Shervington A track called Sixpence And uh, I, I, I intentionally You know, I, I try to associate as much of my music That I sprinkle the broadcast with To the topic as much as possible And so This song was the song that came to mind to get things started. Because I remember the first time I heard it, and I was completing each phrase, only to end up completing it incorrectly. <laughs> and, you know, that, that was, that was the, the, the genius of, of Pluto Shervington. Or should I say that is, because he hasn't left us. He's still here, very much so. Now, how many of you did the very same thing? How many of you actually started trying to complete the words of the song, or of each line, only to find out that, oh, wait, I was jumping to conclusions. So, no, that isn't it. More often than not, this, these are the things that we do. Um, quick, quick question for you. And it, it comes in the form of a little bit of a math quiz. Some of you who saw the post on, on, on social media you would have got the quiz. Now, I don't know how many of you got the answer right. And um, I'm I'm checking here. Uh, I just got a message that was totally unrelated to this broadcast. Uh, But let me see. Um, Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. How many people got this right? Um, well, people didn't actually comment. They just liked it. They just liked the post. And they didn't give their answer. So the question that, that I asked, basically, was... And I said it's a math-related question. And, and, and I came across this in some of the material, this in one of the pieces of material that I'm pre- presenting tonight. And so the question pretty much reads, a baseball bat and ball combined cost $1.10. The bat cost a dollar more than the ball. How much is the ball? I'll say it again. And those of you that are are locked in, wherever you're locked in and listening, quickly give me your answer. Baseball bat and baseball combined cost $1.10. I need to emphasize it. $1.10. And the bat is worth $1 more than the ball. How much is the ball by itself? Quickly, give me your answers. Do, 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 do. I have the, 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 the song somewhere, a theme song somewhere here. But 
I, I want y'all to be quick like that. And and those of you who are listening in, wherever you're listening in from, go ahead and text me your answer. 773-789-STU. Quickly, whether WhatsApp or Telegram or just straight text, send me your answer. 773-789-7839. A baseball and a baseball bat combined cost a dollar ten cents. The bat cost a dollar more than the ball. How much is the ball? Now, according to Scientific American, they say they ask the question, how much time do you spend doing research before you make a big decision? And when it comes to big decisions, people tend to think about it a little bit more, in my estimation. The answer, according to Scientific American, it turns out is hardly any. Before buying a new car, for instance, most people make two or fewer trips to a dealership. And when picking a doctor, many individuals simply use recommendations from friends and family rather than consulting medical professionals or sources such as healthcare websites or articles on good physicians. And this is according to an analysis published in the journal Health Services Research. Uh, you guys not, resp- not answering the question? It's, it's too much. I, I use small numbers. You know, I I didn't. It's not like I said a hundred and fifty dollars, and no, 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 just one dollar ten cent for the bat and ball together, and one the bat is worth one dollar more than the ball. How much is the ball? We are not necessarily conserving our mental resources to spend them on even weightier decisions. One in five Americans spends more time planning their upcoming vacation than they do on their financial future. There are people who go over every detail exhaustively before making a choice. And it is certainly possible to overthink things. But a fair number of individuals are quick to jump to conclusions. Psychologists call this, the, this way of thinking a cognitive bias. A tendency toward a specific mental mistake. In this case, the error is making a call based on the sparsest of evidence. In our own research by Scientific American, they've found that hasty judgments are often just one part of a larger error-prone pattern in behavior and thinking. These patterns have costs. People who tend to make such jumps in their reasoning often choose a bet in in which they have low chances of winning instead of one where they have a much better chance. To study jumping or jumping to conclusions, as I've titled tonight's broadcast, we examined decision-making patterns among more than 600 people from the general population. Because much of the work on this type of bias comes from studies of schizophrenia, and jumping to conclusions is 
quite common with people that suffer from this condition. They, they borrowed a thinking game used in that area of research. In this game, players encountered someone who was fishing from one of two lakes. In one lake, most of the fish were red. In the other, most were gray. The fisher would catch one fish at a time and stop only when players thought they could say which lake was being fished. Some players had to see many fish before making a decision. Others, those are jumping to conclusions, or jumpers as we'll refer to them, stopped after only one or two. We also asked participants questions to learn more about their thought patterns. We thought that the, the fewer fish a player waited to see, the more errors that individual made in other types of beliefs, reasonings, and decisions. For instance, the earlier people jumped, the more likely they were to endorse conspiracy theories, such as the idea that Apollo moon landings had been faked. Such individuals were also more likely to believe in paranormal phenomena and medical myths, such as the idea that health officials are actively hiding a link between cell phones and cancer. Well, are they? Pum, pum, pum. Jumpers made more errors than non-jumpers on problems that require thoughtful analysis. And, wait, did I get an answer over here on Facebook Live? Uh, okay. Simone says five cents. Now, how did you come up with that answer, Sim? I'm curious. Here, this, this, this is the brain tease, and this is where I got it from, from this particular article. Um, the, cost, the cost of the bat is $1 more than the ball. Okay, yeah, I said that. But I'm pretty sure that most people immediately said the ball was 10 cents. And so, because given the information, it's a quick deduction. Bat and ball cost a dollar 10 cents. The bat is worth a dollar more than the ball. Okay, so the, ball, the bat must be a dollar. Well, mm, not quite the case. But, and, and it, it, you have to really think it out. Because on the surface, you would think the bat was a dollar. But like Sim said, the bat is a dollar and five cents. In a gambling task, people with a tendency to jump were more often lured into choosing inferior bets over those in which they had a better chance of winning. Specifically, jumpers fell into the trap of focusing on the number of times a winning outcome could happen 
rather than the full range of possible outcomes. Now, I wonder if anybody else wanted to answer. You know, I, I still want, you know, if anybody wants to, 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 to refute or comment on the answer to the math question, a little brain teaser, um, please do so. Drop a line, drop a comment in the stew part, or if you're watching on YouTube Live or Facebook Live, put your comment there. And remember, or even in Clubhouse, go ahead and put your comments. And those on Facebook Live and Clubhouse, remember, it's only temporary, so don't get too comfortable. Come on over to KevinStew.com for the remainder of the broadcast, or any other affiliates that is carrying the broadcast. Jumpers also had problems with overconfidence. On a quiz about U.S. civics, they, they overestimated the chance that their answers were right significantly more than other participants did, even when their answers were wrong. The distinctions in, in, in decision quality between those who jumped and those who did not remained even after they took intelligence based on a test of verbal intellect and personality differences into, into account. The data also suggested the difference was not merely the result of jumpers rushing through the tasks. So, not because they are ones to typically jump to conclusions, meant did it mean that they were rushing through their answers. I had asked... The question and, and some other people took their time in giving their answer. And so, it's, it's not to say they're quick or hasty to jump to conclusions. But like it was said in, earlier in the broadcast, it's a cognitive bias. So, here's the question. What is behind this whole phenomenon? of jumping to conclusions or jumping as as they put it on scientific american well according to psychological researchers they commonly distinguish between two pathways of thought automatic which is known as system one which reflects ideas that come to mind easily spontaneously and without effort and control or system two compromising sorry comprising of conscious and effortful reasoning that is analytical mindful and deliberate now does it mean that those who are system two thinkers are more calculating and as such could be more dangerous individuals Hmm, things that make you go, hmm. <laughs> I'm not calling you out, Sim. No, don't, don't, don't. I'm, you know, I didn't call any names. I'm not calling you out because you gave me the right answer. I'm just saying, could it possibly be? <laughs> We're going to take a quick little break. And uh, before we do so, I want to remind you guys of a couple of things. One of them is an event coming up this Saturday. Now, 
a friend of mine, I would say about two years ago, started going out feeding people. He would cook these meals and he would go out and just distribute them to people who were homeless. And in more recent times, he had started kind of getting it organized. And he put some more things together and got some friends involved. And so they would put little care packages, bars of soap, a washcloth, um, sanitary napkins for ladies, socks, toothbrush, toothpaste. And along with the food, they would put out, they would give away these care packages. Coming up this Saturday, they're going to be doing this event. They're going to be feeding people downtown Fort Lauderdale, 10 East Broad Boulevard. And this is going to be happening between 1 and 4 p.m. Eastern. So if you can make it to give a hand in distributing items, please do so. Um, if, if you want to contribute to the cause, you can do so as well. It's real easy. You can use Venmo and send your contributions to Marlon-Dixon. On Cash App, you could send it to Heavy Dino 1976. So it's dollar sign Heavy H E A V Y Dino D I N H O 1976. You do all that as one word. Uh, with Zelle and PayPal, you could use MGA Dixon 23 at hotmail.com. That's MGA Dixon 23 at hotmail.com and that's how you can contribute to him doing this 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 give this act of kindness really because he does it out of the kindness of his heart not for any personal gain and so you can be a part of this to bring some love some joy some some comfort even to someone this christmas the other thing I want to remind you about is the audiobook, authored by Jonathan Field and narrated by yours truly, Kevin Stew. It is available where you get your audiobooks. Most, some people get them from Audible. But if you go to kevinstew.com, you'll see a copy of the cover of the book, Empowered, Essential Concepts and Strategies Every Woman Should Know About Self-Defense. This book is an excellent read. And I don't say so because I narrated it, but because I read it as I narrated it, I, I realize how excellent a read it is. And Jonathan Field is a really cool guy. I had the opportunity to have him as a guest on this broadcast, and you can check the archive for that conversation with him. But go to KevinStew.com, click on the book cover that is there, and it takes you to where you need to go to get your copy of the book, Empowered, Essential Concepts and Strategies Every Woman Should Know About Self-Defense. We're going to take a quick break. Those on Clubhouse, those on Facebook, we're going to part company with you guys as we're on the break. Come on over to KevinStew.com for the remainder of the broadcast. Hubert, much love, bro. 
Multimedia Group, innovative streaming and recording has done it again. A new way to get your business in full view of your neighborhood consumer through AdShare TV. It's available in your neighborhood today. It's easy. Just call us. 754-999-6020. Become a host today and place a TV monitor in a strategic location so it's easy to see. Get a one-minute video ad or longer that plays anywhere in our network. Can't be a host? No problem. For a few dollars, we'll run your 30-second video ad. A host can run announcement specials like buy one get one free or discount ads. Let's turn your flyers into a 30-second video with music or a voiceover or let us create and run your video ad with a spokesperson. Take advantage of our early enrollment discount. Join us today. Your ad will be seen at least 30 times per day in your AdShare TV neighborhood. It's easy. Just call us. 754-999-6020. AdShare TV, part of Pulsing Media Group. Cool, I learned a lot in chemistry. I learned that no one likes me. In English, I learned that I'm disgusting. And in physics, I learned that I'm a loser. Today in school, I learned that I'm ugly and useless. And in gym, I learned that I'm pathetic and a joke. In history, I learned that I'm trapped. Today in school, I learned that I have no friends. In biology, in English, I learned that I make I people that I'm sick. And, and at lunch, I learned that I sit on my own because I, I smell. That I'm a loser. In chemistry, I learned that no one likes me. In biology, me. In chemistry, I learned that I'm fat and stupid. And in math, I learned that I'm trash. The only thing I didn't learn in school today... The only thing I didn't learn today... The only thing I didn't learn... is why no one ever helps. Kids witness bullying every day. They want to help, but they don't know how. Teach them how to stop bullying and be more than a bystander at StopBullying.gov. A message from the Ad Council. Ladies, lovers... Lovers of the music, it is here. The brand spanking new album from Ed Robinson and Ian Sweetness, a tribute to Teddy Pendergrass. Amazing. Ten blazing tracks, two amazing singers going hit for hit. Classic for classic. A tribute to Teddy Pendergrass. Ian Sweetness, Ed Robinson. Oh, man. Is out now. Available everywhere. iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your music, it is there. A tribute to Teddy Pendergrass, brand spanking new, Ian Sweetness, and Robinson. Ladies, gentlemen, you've got to have this in your collection. Get it now. Available everywhere. Bruv, my last baby already gone off to college, mate. Is what this is send come gimme, man? Is a big album still? I love it. Big up Ed Robinson, Ian Sweetness, but this better come with a contraceptive. Hey, I'm representing for DJ Kevin's Jew, working on the night shift, the night shift radio show. Won't go changing like the weather, just to please the devil never. Will DJ Kevin's Jew sell his soul? That's a word and honor. Christine representing Word and Hana, Celestia DJ Kevin Stu. The zone of uh, Mr. Dizzy Ranks. Check is called Home for Christmas. 
Are you coming home for Christmas? Where my home is? Are you gonna be there for Christmas? I guess home is really where the heart is, right? Or where the hurt is in some cases. Welcome back to the broadcast. It's Real Talk right here on the Night Shift with DJ Kevin Stew. And uh, tonight we're talking about jumping to conclusions. When was the last time you jumped to a conclusion? Was it at the beginning of this broadcast when I played that song? Was it earlier today? And you didn't even realize it until just now when you're reflecting on your day. When was the last time you jumped to conclusions? Continuing with the Scientific American, they said they used several assessments that tested apart uh, how automatic or our participants responded, where and how how automatic their the participants' responses were, and how much they engaged in deliberate analysis. They found that jumpers and non-jumpers were equally swayed by automatic thoughts or system one thoughts. The jumpers, however, did not engage in control or system two reasoning to the same degree as non-jumpers. It is system two thinking that helps people counterbalance mental contaminants and other biases introduced by the, the, the more knee-jerk system one. Put another way, jumpers were more likely to accept the conclusions they made at first blush without deliberative examination or questioning. A lack of system two thinking was also more broadly connected to their problematic beliefs and faulty reasoning. Happily, <laughs> there may be some hope for jumpers. The work suggests that using training to target their biases can help people think more deliberatively. Specifically, they adopted a method called metacognitive training from schizophrenia research and created a self-paced online version of the intervention. In this training, participants are confronted with their own biases. For example, as part of their approach, they ask people to, to tackle puzzles, and after they make mistakes related to specific biases, these, effort, these errors are called out so the participants can learn about the missteps and other ways of thinking through the problem at hand. This intervention helps to chip away at participants' overconfidence. They plan to continue this work to trace other problems in introduced by jumping. Also, they wonder whether this cognitive bias offers any potential beliefs or potential benefits that could account for how common it is. In the process, they aim to give back to schizophrenia research. In some studies, as many as two-thirds of people with schizophrenia who express delusions also exhibit a jumping bias when solving simple, abstract pro probability problems in comparison with up to one-fifth of the general population. 
schizophrenia is a relatively rare condition and well i i i don't know is it <laughs> and much about the connection between jumping and judgment issues is not well understood the work with general populations could potentially fill this gap in ways that help people with schizophrenia but of course you can see where everybody can benefit because we all jump to conclusions. In everyday life, the question of whether we should think things through or instead go with our gut is a frequent and important one. Recent studies show that even gathering just a bit more evidence may help us avoid a major mistake. Just a little bit more information. Sometimes the most important decisions we can make can be to take some more time before making a choice. It's as simple as that. Just stop for one moment and see if there's another way to approach something. Now, we're aware that jumping to conclusions is a common type of cognitive distortion that can significantly harm workplace relationships and performance. I, I saw that happen recently. Now, just for those who are, are wondering about it, with the information re the Scientific American, this was in an article that they put out a year ago. So this isn't very old information. Scientifically, it is very new information. So... You know, it, it, it's something to, to keep in mind that you really have more people jump into conclusions than you think. And it's easier to do. And it shows that there's a lot more going on when it comes to jumping to conclusions. Because according to the, the, the Scientific American, it, it's... Uh, a, a bias it's a cognitive bias and we typically have these cognitive biases that they come around as as we go through life and we have these experiences and we we formulate our judgments based on those experiences so when the situation rolls around again you immediately go well i've had this experience before this is what i need to do to navigate this space the thing is it's not necessarily the correct thing to do but because you did it and it worked for you the last time, this is where you're going to go and you're going to believe that this is the right thing. And even when you're told, hey, whoa, not quite. Let's use the example I gave. The little brain teaser with the bat the, and the bat and ball combination for a uh, dollar ten cents. So the bat costs a dollar. A dollar five cents and a ball costs five cents. Hence a dollar ten cents. But looking at it on the surface, because the bat is a dollar more than the ball and the combination is a dollar ten cents, you'll immediately go, wait, a dollar if you have a dollar ten cents and you take away ten cents, then you have a dollar. So that answers the question. But a dollar is not a dollar more than 10 cents. 
a dollar more than 10 cents is a dollar 10 cents. So if the bat is a dollar more than 10 cents, and this is where a little bit more reasoning comes in. And now it clicks. Oh, all right. So all I have to do is take a moment, step back, and look at the information all over again. Maybe look at it from a different angle. Because if you approach it from the end, now that you know the answer, so you know that the ball is five cents. What is a dollar more than five cents? You add a dollar to five cents and you get a dollar five. You put the two of them together afterwards and you get a dollar ten cents. And you're like, oh my goodness. So why did I get it wrong the first time? It's a cognitive bias. Because even when you think back at it after I gave you the answer, I'm pretty sure you still went to dollar ten cents. You take away ten cents and you get a dollar. So how is that not the answer? But now you have thought about it a little bit more. And you go, well, okay. That, that, that was really tricky. Actually, it was. But the complexity lies in its simplicity. Because at the core of it, it is very simple. So masterclass.com talks about jumping to conclusions in the workplace. And I've seen where this has happened before. And it, it, it wasn't pretty. Because all it takes is one person to air an opinion about someone else, about their performance, about uh, how they approach something. And... It's on and popping. Not taking the time out to say, wait, so what is it that, that, that makes you think this? Or what is it that makes you say that? Where you get to explore a little bit more. No, they just go off. According to masterclass.com, jumping to conclusions is a psychological phenomenon in which a person comes to an unwarranted decision usually a negative assumption, without any or without all of the information. They have some information, but they don't have all the information. Many people jump to conclusions in their thinking patterns because they fail to realize they're missing all the facts or they have overconfidence in their analytical abilities. Jumping to conclusions can also result from preconceived notions, prejudices, or unconscious bias rather than real-time information. Jumping to conclusions can have significant negative consequences in every area of your life, including in the workplace. This is probably the place where you want to have it the least. Because this is the place that keeps bread on your table, keeps a roof over your head, keeps clothes on your back, keeps your children in school, or you in school. Jumping to conclusions has three variations. And this is... Uh, identified by researchers. There is, or they, they call them conclusions. There is fortune telling, labeling, and mind reading. Yep. Fortune telling, um, you believe you know how a situation will resolve without enough information. Again, cognitive bias. Because you've had this experience before, you can pretty much 
predetermine or pre- predict how it is going to end. Then you have labeling. When you label, you use preconceptions, fallacies, overgeneralizations. You use them to make assumptions about a person or a situation rather than relying on existing evidence. Then you have mind reading going on. This form of jumping to conclusions involves believing you understand how someone is thinking without supporting evidence. So you don't take the time out to say, wait, what are you thinking? Where are you coming from with this? There are many ways that you may find yourself jumping to negative conclusions while decision-making in the workplace. And these include being quick to judge someone's performance. If someone turns in a project late or performs unsatisfactorily unsatisfactorily in a meeting, you may indulge in negative thoughts about their performance or their commitment. However, without further investigating and talking to them and their co-workers, you're relying on snap judgment rather than an informed opinion. There are many other reasons they may be struggling with deadlines, such as family trouble or miscommunication about work expectations. Maybe it's a new job to them and it requires a lot of of technology and they're up in age and not very tech savvy. There are many things that could come into play. Making assumptions about potential hire (laughs) this is another one in the hiring process jumping to conclusions can create unfair advantages and disadvantages for applicants a hiring manager may accidentally rely on preconceived notions about potential hires or the general population instead of focusing on the application materials and interview using shortcuts to summarize a target demographic is another When companies identify their target markets or analyze market research, they may jump to the wrong conclusion about the needs and desires of of particular demographics and build their foundation on faulty assumptions. As an example, you may assume all young people want more social media platforms. But no. So these are some of the ways that you could find people, ourselves included, jumping to negative conclusions while decision-making, especially in the workplace. Jumping to conclusions can have significant negative consequences. It can generate unnecessary conflicts between employees create unfair conditions in hiring and cause businesses to rely on assumptions and preconceptions rather than holistic market research. Is there a way to stop jumping to conclusions at work? Well, I guess if you sat down more, you wouldn't be jumping that often. But no, not literally. (laughs) Here's how, these are some suggestions to avoid jumping to conclusions in the workplace. Identify your sources of information. To stop jumping to conclusions, you first need to identify where you're getting your information. 
The aim is to gather information from various reliable sources. If you rely on your own experience or your cognitive biases, you're at risk of extrapolation from limited subjective sources. You want to gather all the facts. Identify all the possible sources of information and work to consult each one. For example, if you're concerned about the performance of a particular employee, consider consulting their co-workers, their boss, and the employee themselves before you make any assumptions about why they are struggling. And consult trusted co-workers for resources. In addition to gathering your own information, consult trusted mentors or guides to ensure you're accessing all crucial sources of information. In the case of a big business proposal or a wide-reaching decision, present your findings for review before moving forward. And these little tips can help in a large way, in a big way, to avoid the, the, the conflict that would possibly show up when you're jumping to conclusions. Because it may not be all as bad as you in initially thought because of that previous experience you had back 15 years ago. No. It may look the same, but be very, very different. We're going to take another break. When we come back, we're going to see if we can wrap this up in a nice little bow and talk about how to stop jumping to conclusions, generally. Now, some of you might have some ideas. Cool. Let's, let's hear them. Share them. Put them in the stew pot. Send me a, a message. And from that, we can, you know, probably brainstorm some things. Maybe what you're saying is the information that I'll be presenting next. Maybe. We don't know. But as we go on the break, I invite you to call a friend, tell a friend, friends of your friends, friends of your enemies, enemies of your friends, and your enemies too. Call up somebody, anybody, everybody, because information is good for everyone. All right? We'll be right back, and we're going to wrap this up and get into musical therapy to close out tonight's edition of The Night Shift with DJ Kevin Stewart's Real Talk. Jumping to conclusions. We'll be right back. Matthew 28:19 says, "Go ye therefore and teach all nations." With this in mind, and encouragement received during a South Florida media conference, the Church Links was birthed. The Church Links is an interdenominational worship service portal for churches, providing the tools to spread the word through technology in a cost-effective way. The Church Links www.dahchurchlinx.com Your links to worship and praise.
Making great music is one thing, sharing it with the world, that's another. Let the professionals at Reggae Global Entertainment help you to another level. Specializing in artist management, booking, public relations and marketing, and promotion. Reggae Global Entertainment can help you with event planning, websites, photography, and video production, press releases, legal services, and graphic design. They can even help you with music production so you can get the sound that you want every time. Call Reggae Global Entertainment at 954-804-8199. That's 804-8199. Or visit them online at reggaeglobalentertainment.com. MRE Entertainment, in association with VPAL Distribution, presents the brand new hit single. I'm Robert French, and you're listening to my new song, Every Day of My Life. Now available on all major digital platforms. Every day of my life will be, I'm just loving you, spending the rest of my life always, I'm just loving you, every day of my life will be, I'm just loving you, spending the rest of my life. When being in the moment is priceless, consider the ability to share that moment. If you can video it, you can broadcast it. And Pulse eMedia Group has the tools you need. Weddings, birthdays, funerals, graduations, church services, parties, seminars, you name it. Pulse eMedia Group can provide you with a secure medium controlled by you to broadcast your event. Contact us at www.pulseemediagroup.com for more information. Pulse eMedia Group, when being in the moment is priceless. Hey yo, this is Carman to let you know that right about now you are logged on to DJ Kevin Stew on the night shift. Don't move. The sound of Christine to bring us back from the break. Track called Joy. Yeah, you know, we don't really think about it. But when we hear words like that, it causes us to pause and think back on certain things. Wait. We look at having this experience and we call it a negative one, but we wouldn't be able to appreciate what we consider the positive ones if we didn't have this negative one. Or we wouldn't have learned something if we didn't have this experience. In Real Talk tonight, if you're just joining us, welcome. Glad to have you. Couldn't do it without you. You have my word. I wouldn't even try. We're talking about jumping to conclusions. And I asked it the last time we came from the break, and I'm asking it again. When was the last time you jumped to conclusions? Jumping to conclusions can cause a whole lot of problems. But you don't have to live in that space where you constantly jump to conclusions. 
it's a common issue for many people, according to very well mind. When people jump to conclusions, they make unwarranted assumptions based on limited information. This type of thinking allows people to make decisions quickly, but it also means that these decisions are quite often wrong. Now, one of the things that people don't like to do is admit when they're wrong and apologize. So, well, that's two things. But that's for another broadcast. As it relates to this aspect of, of this broadcast, we're going to look at some of the reasons why people tend to jump to conclusions. We've explored some before. And we're also going to look at strategies that can help to move past this type of negative thinking pattern, some of which we looked at when we addressed jumping to conclusions in the workplace. Now, first of all, let's put in there uh, a little bit of a definition because we talked about cognitive biases uh, in this particular article, they talk about cognitive distortion. And cognitive distortion is uh, their habitual and faulty ways of thinking. Cognitive distortions happen to everyone. But they can be particularly common among people who struggle with depression and anxiety. So... It's, it's something to keep in mind. And, and jumping to conclusions is a type of negative thinking pattern that is known as cognitive distortion. Theories of cognitive therapy claim that we are what we think we are. When a person is jumping to conclusions, they are drawing negative conclusions with little or no evidence for their assumptions. And so because they are the main authority in their own lives, they're going to go with that information which puts them in that place. Jumping to conclusions can occur in two ways, mind reading and fortune telling. Uh, earlier in the broadcast, we mentioned three ways. We mentioned the mind reading, we mentioned the fortune telling, and we also mentioned, um, what was the third one we mentioned earlier? We mentioned mind reading. We mentioned fortune telling. Labeling. Labeling was the other one that, 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 that we had mentioned earlier. But they're saying two ways. When a person is mind reading, they are assuming that others are negatively evaluating them or have bad intentions for them. And this assumes that a person can tell what others are thinking without having any evidence to back up those negative assumptions. With fortune-telling, they are predicting a negative future outcome, or deciding that situations will turn out for the worse before the situation even happens. Now, if they could fortune-tell and share the winning lots of numbers then great <laughs> but that would be positive not negative now this can have a negative effect on behavior because people assume that the future is already foretold 
They feel like there's no point in trying to change it. And this has a detrimental impact on motivation and performance. Jumping to conclusions can have a number of detrimental effects. One is that it can create conflicts in relationships. And if you are always jumping to negative conclusions about other people, it can lead to arguments and other problems. Another issue is that it can negatively affect how you think about yourself and contribute to feelings of anxiety. People who experience anxiety and depression sometimes jump to conclusions in ways that worsen their symptoms. As an example, when a person with anxiety assumes that other people are judging them, it causes them to feel even more anxious. If a person with depression jumps to conclusions and assumes that things will never improve, well, it can make the situation even worse. So you have more sadness, you have more hopelessness pouring into them at this point when they're already down. In order to understand how jumping to conclusion works, it can be helpful to look at some examples of this type of thinking. So... Here are some examples to play with. Despite having good relationships with her co-worker, Diane believes that they don't see her as being as smart or capable as the rest of the office. Diane was recently assigned an important project that she was excited to work on. However, she has been telling herself, they all already think I'm dumb. I just know I will make a mistake and ruin this entire project. Cognitive bias. Jumping to conclusions. Aiden has a panic attack. This happens at work in front of several co-workers. He assumes his co-workers think negatively about him because of his anxiety. He believes that he will lose his job if his employer finds out about his condition hasn't happened yet but he's already stressing over it james wants to talk wants to ask someone out on a date but assumes that they will say no because of this he never asks he misses out on a potentially the greatest moment of his adult life just because he had it in his, in his mind that it would be a no Remy feels like they're going to fail their math test, no matter what they do to prepare. Because they believe that failure is inevitable, they don't study and don't give their full effort in the math exam. And of course, they end up failing, proving themselves right. Now, let me ask this. When you have a negative thought about something, or in this case, when you jump to conclusions negatively about something and it happens, do you feel good about it? Because you were right. And typically people feel good when they get something right. So, is it a good thing to know that you can predict a bad thing? How does that work for you? Reframing is how you think about situations. When, well, when you think about situations one way 
and you can minimize jumping to conclusions. Consider how some people in the scenarios I just gave might use a strategy of reframing. How they can reframe their thinking and arrive at more accurate judgments. I know someone, her name is Carol Boston. Met her uh, last year. And she's known as the queen of reframe. You can look her up on social media. She does a regular um, live on social media where she talks about doing things relating to reframing. This is something that you should generally speaking we should practice because we're all guilty of jumping to conclusions you can also reassess in one of the early examples Diane's negative thoughts are not based on anything factual she can choose to believe that her co-workers respect her what evidence does Diane have that they look down on her or that the, pro the project will fail. She can also tell herself that she will do her very best on this project, and if a mistake is made, well, she will learn from it. And this is all a part of reframing. Aidan has learned to successfully cope with panic disorder. However, he is jumping to conclusions about what others think and the outcome of the future of future events what Aiden is doing is not based on any facts he's mind reading he's fortune telling and we both know Aiden doesn't know how to do those things in real life most people are focused on their own lives and Aiden's co-workers may be more concerned about themselves and really don't care to scrutinize Aiden's anxiety. But in his head, that is all that is happening. Could it be possible that some of his co-workers would feel empathetic toward him for the amount of stress he has been under? Can others potentially relate to Aiden? Maybe they have anxiety and panic issues too. While jumping to conclusions is an extremely common cognitive distortion, there are things that we can do to stop engaging in this type of thinking. There are steps we can take. We can check the facts. Start by gathering as much information as you can before you make a judgment or a decision. You can challenge your thinking. If you find yourself making assumptions, actively challenge your conclusions. Is there another explanation that would also make sense? Well, how about just another explanation, period? Ask questions. Before you jump to conclusions about what another person might be thinking, just try asking. Communicating your concerns and getting a, a direct answer can eliminate a lot of confusion. 
And if you don't ask, let it be because you don't want to know. And with that, no, you still don't need to assume anything. Because it doesn't matter. Think about the situation from the point of view of an outsider. Take another perspective. How might they inter interpret the same situation? What information would they need in order to reach an accurate conclusion? When you find yourself doing things like mind reading and fortune telling, you want to remind yourself that you are jumping to conclusions. Could it be possible that there are other explanations that make more sense? And if it is even remotely possible, then there's a possibility. Take note when you're predicting that only the worst is going to happen. And balance this out by thinking about what could be the best outcome of any given situation. And more often than not, the result will land somewhere in the middle. It won't be far out there on the negative side, nor it will be far out there on the positive side. It will be just where it is supposed to be. And that would be a place that you can work with, believe it or not. So try to focus on getting all the facts. Try to challenge your assumptions. Ask questions. Shift your perspective. Reframe. I've been trying to coordinate with Carol to, to, to bring her on as a guest so that we can all experience a little bit of the mind of the queen of reframe. But we don't have to wait until we speak with her or we hear from her. We can start thinking about how to reframe some of these thoughts that we are having. Some of these negative thoughts, some of jumping to these conclusions that take us nowhere, that do us no good. We can change that. And we can use that, that, that active imagination that we have for a better purpose. We can use it to arrive at a better outcome, to present a better, more positive disposition. And as a result, of course, we would all benefit. But it, it, it doesn't happen overnight. It takes a little bit of practice. And if we remember that Rome wasn't built in a day, and it is still being built today, then we should be comfortable in, in, in embarking on that journey. We should be comfortable in knowing that where we are right now is not the only place there is. We can go further. We can do more. And we very well should. We're going to jump into musical therapy a little bit earlier today. And we're kicking it off with Cass Smith. Track is called Journeys. As we part company tonight, 
close out this night shift week we hope you stop jumping to conclusions or at least take the time out to find out why you're jumping to conclusions question something a little bit more in the background the sound of Twiggy working out with Sadiki yeah man Twiggerific one herself as we part company remember to look out for the most of your community remember your community is not just the development that you live in but it spreads far and wide those that you pass on the bus, the plane, the boat, or the train with the walk, ride, or drive, these are members of your community. Do something good for one of them today because you never know who's going to do something good for you tomorrow. My name is Kevin Stew. That's all I like to do it to you, for you, and with you every Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday right here at KevinStew.com and affiliates. Good morning, good afternoon, good day to you wherever you are in the world. From right here in South Florida. I bid you all a good night. Take care until we do it again. Be good. If you can't be good, be good at it. Catch you next week. All things being well. Take care. Greetings and salutations, one and all. You're invited to tune in to the night shift with DJ Kevin Stew. It airs on Mondays with community and finance, Tuesdays with healthy love, and Wednesdays with real talk from 10 p.m. to midnight Eastern time. Come spend some time interacting in the stew pot where we keep things bubbling and wind down in musical therapy. The Night Shift with DJ Kevin Stew is on kevinstew.com where you're encouraged to have acceptance through enlightenment.